Hello from Dubai. I'm Rachel Price and welcome to my podcast, Not Just Making the Tea, a show where we'll talk about the realities of our career and life choices whilst made at school and college. It's all about celebrating the parts that don't go to plan as much as those which do. With every chat, we explore what life skills there are to be learned and how they can influence and help us to succeed. This season, the focus is on key skills and the attributes which we all need to be more successful in our everyday lives. I hope that you enjoy listening, find the topics thought-provoking, entertaining, and that they add some positive vibes to your day. So on that note, let's get started with today's topic. Today I'm going to talk about public speaking and why it affects us so much. Show me a person who doesn't have some fear of public speaking or the act of getting up in front of a crowd. I think that we all at some point have felt or got a little agitated at the thought of even doing this, even if we are confident in our own abilities. While it gets easier the more that you do it, as they say practice makes perfect, getting nervous before getting up to speak in front of a crowd affects the majority of the population. And yes, there's an official term for this fear glossophobia, or also known as speech anxiety. But beyond the nerves, public speaking is an art, a skill set that you can continually improve upon each time you stand up and deliver. And even for the best public speakers, there's always room for improvement. So without further ado, here's my breakdown of the best tips and techniques for 1. Getting over your fear of public speaking, and 2. How to become a better speaker in general. Point number 1. Know your stuff. Before you get up there, you should feel overprepared. For someone who has a fear of public speaking, it is better to feel like you did too much preparation rather than too little. So until you get more comfortable, go above and beyond what's required and consider all and every angles. It is better if you don't end up covering everything that you prepared than it is to get asked to cover something that you haven't prepared. Point number two, engage in repeat exposure. If you're at all nervous about public speaking, in all likelihood you will try to avoid it like the plague. That means you probably don't volunteer for public speaking opportunities or other projects that would require you to use your presentation skills or the act of getting up in front of a crowd and talking. But actually, the opposite is true. If you truly want to conquer this speech anxiety, you've got to get going and have a go. So start by committing to smaller forms of public appearances. Volunteer to present at the next school or college event, or ask your teacher if you can present an idea you have rather than write it in an assignment. If all else fails, sign up for something like Toastmasters, where you can have a formal space to practice in, but it's low pressure. Point number three, practice in front of others. Yes, it's awkward to mock practice, but it's really going to help. Ask a friend or a trusted colleague to listen to you run through your speech or presentation. It helps to give them some guidelines as to what you're looking at, i.e. did your argument or presentation make sense, how was your body language, did you speak too fast, and ask them to jot down notes, and then run through it again. The alternative option is to video yourself. It's the same principles which apply. Set up your camera and video yourself doing your presentation. Review yourself, but also ask a friend or a colleague for feedback. They will likely see different aspects of your presentation than what you hear or see. Point number four, create a pre-event de-stressing routine. Before you even get on stage or walk into the conference room, find a way to slow yourself down. 
That might be deep breathing, taking a walk around the block, or picturing where you'll be after the meeting. Point number five, consider the worst case scenario. Chances are it's actually not all that bad. Thinking about what's actually giving you the anxiety, i.e. what's causing this fear. This is the best way to take away its power. Are you afraid of going in there and getting demoted or fired? Or are you afraid that people will laugh at you? Close your eyes and imagine the worst case scenario. You'll be surprised by how exaggerated those thoughts probably have become. By taking a step back, you take away its power. Point number six, find a friendly face. Don't just focus on the crowd. Instead, stick to focusing on your material. That said, if possible, it helps if you can connect with at least one person in your audience. Maybe it's that colleague who helped you run through your presentation. But it also might be a stranger in the front row who's smiling and nodding a lot. This gives you someone to connect with on a one-to-one -one basis so that you're not overwhelmed with looking too many places at once. Point number seven, slow it down. It's natural that you're going to want to talk fast and that will make you feel like you could slip up at any moment. That old advice about slowing down when presenting is a cliche for a reason. So remember just to slow it down. And don't forget to respect silences. If you appeal to your audience with a question, give them roughly four times as long as you'd expect to volunteer a response. A little quiet time in every presentation is okay. You want to give them the chance to actually let all that information you've presented sink in. So now you've practiced and it's the day or the night before. Here are some do's and don'ts to help you feel good about the upcoming experience. Don't rehearse your speech up to the last hour. This is for the same reason everyone has always said in school and college that you shouldn't study your notes right up before an exam. You'll only get confused or flustered. If you followed the previous guidelines, then you will know that you're prepared and then some. So on the morning of your presentation, give yourself a break. Get there at least 20 minutes early. Some people say 10 minutes, but hey, for me, the earlier the better. This gives you time to get to know the setup. Make sure that all the tech works, your screen connection, your mic, clicker, etc. Run to the bathroom, check to make sure that you don't have anything stuck in your teeth. Grab a drink and feel calm. This should all be done in a reasonable time frame that's not stressful. You don't want to feel rushed. Mingle and meet some people. Now this might seem counterintuitive, but before you go on stage, mingle. Shake hands, chat, connect with some of the strangers who will be listening. Why? Because then they won't feel like strangers anymore, meaning that you'll feel a lot more comfortable as you talk to them. Have a plan B in place for all the technology hiccups. Before you even get there, consider what could go wrong, such as a presentation not loading properly or the mic not working all of a sudden. Bring a flash drive as a backup for your computer. Prepare a joke about how you'll try to project from your diaphragm if the mic fails. Do something stupid. Listen to a terrible power anthem in the car on the way over. Yell mantras in the bathroom. Shake out your arms and legs. All of this helps expend some of that nervous energy that's building. Plus it also means that you'll take yourself less seriously. So finally, let's talk about how you can get better at public speaking. Getting better at public speaking really just requires you to practice some tried and tested techniques. As you conquer your fear of public speaking, consider working on some of these elements as well. You'll be presenting to the crowds in no time. Watch more public speakers. People love TED Talks for a reason. Those speakers just get it right. 
Before preparing a speech or presentation of your own, watch some talks that inspire you. Take notes about some of the behaviours and speech patterns that they use. Do they tell jokes? Do they use their hands as they speak? Play with lyrical repetition in their speech patterns? There's no right or wrong answer here, but you can learn a ton of different techniques by watching, listening and jotting down what you observe. A book recommendation that I will always give here is TED Talks, The Official Guide to Public Speaking by Chris Anderson. He is head of TED. Well worth a read. Decide and be clear upon what type of public speaking you're doing. Once you've started to better understand the patterns in speakers that you admire, and before you start writing your speech or preparing your presentation, think about what type of public speaking you want to do. The general consensus is that there are four types of public speaking. Informative, persuasive and motivational, demonstration or entertaining. Some people also list impromptu as a fifth type of public speaking, but here is a quick outline of the most common types of public speaking for professional purposes. Informative. If the goal is to introduce people to a new project that you've been working on, your speech or presentation will probably fall into this category. This is a common type of public speaking for internal meetings. It's likely that you'll get asked to introduce your work to others and that you'll want to make it as straightforward and as accessible as possible. Think of it as a sort of professor's lecture. Persuasive, motivational or inspiring. Hello TED Talks. This is where you're trying to convince someone to buy into an idea, pitch or request. If you work with clients a lot, you'll probably know this format really well. You'll be presenting what you want someone to do and you'll be convincing them that they want to do it too. Demonstration. I'd actually almost argue that this was a type of informative public speaking. But in this case, though, you're actually showing people how a physical product works by demoing it right there and then. This is more common if you work in a sales team or something alike. Toast or celebratory speech making. This has the entertainment focus. Less common in professional environments, though not unheard of, this type of public speaking is what you do when you're the maid of honour at your best friend's wedding, or the best man. This is also occasionally referred to as speaking to entertain. That said, the more you assume leadership roles within your company and career, the more likely it is that you'll want to be able to make a speech celebrating your team's wins. Remember to always start with the end goal. Work your way backwards. Before you sit down to prepare a speech or presentation, write down what you want to get out of it. Then work your way backwards with some of these prompts. Why can't they afford to say no? What's the evidence that I have that my idea is important or works well? How are these ideas unique? What's the problem that I'm trying to solve? How do I explain why I'm here today and speaking to this group? Focus on the problem-solution perspective. Again, similar to the questions above, one of the easiest ways to attract the attention of your audience is to call out about a pain point or a problem that they're facing in their own work or lives. The goal is to demonstrate that one, yes, they do have a problem, Two, no, it's not a problem, you can solve it. And three, here's how to solve it. Keep your language simple. The best speeches and talks are straightforward and accessible. You want to keep your audience captivated. So making it difficult for them to understand by complicating what you're saying is a no-no. Don't use business or tech jargon. Don't worry about needing to use the big words. Make sure that what you discuss uses a step-by-step -step storyline that makes it easy to follow.
Don't give everything away in your presentation. I'm sure you've heard this before, but if you're planning on using a slideshow or PowerPoint in conjunction with your speech, don't put everything that you say into the slides. The best public speakers use slides to help them illustrate their points, but not make their points. If people have to squint to read your slideshow, it's probably not a good one. Keep the focus on what you're saying. Make it personal. Tell a joke, use illustrations from your own life, tell stories from your childhood. It shows that you can read the room and proves that you're not just a robot reciting lines. Build some empathy with your audience. The most engaging speakers are the active ones who make us feel invested in what they're saying. One of the best ways of doing this is to appeal to your audience empathy. Try starting the sentence with, imagine if, or say something like, when you were growing up, you probably. Empathy goes both ways. Try to put yourself in the listener's shoes and give them the presentation or the speech that they want or need to hear whilst appealing to their understanding of you and the work that you do. You'll see how quickly you get them on side. And finally, watch your time, and maybe even aim to end five minutes early. No one likes long speeches or talks. Bring a watch or set a timer on your phone so that you can check where you are in the process regularly without losing your train of thought. And no, it's not a bad idea to cut yourself off a little early. It's a pleasant surprise for most people who've spent their lives listening to pedantic public speakers who just go on and on and on. It also gives you and your audience a chance for a little Q&A time. So that's our topic for today. I hope you found it interesting and helpful. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you've enjoyed this episode, then please do subscribe and get new episodes sent to you weekly. You can do that for free via Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast and more. I appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen. So please subscribe, like, tell your friends and send me any comments and even rate the podcast. Also, check out the Instagram page, Not Just Making the Tea, for more information and updates. For activities and resources, check out the Learning Hub on Education Yalla and subscribe. Thank you once again. Keep safe. Chat soon. Have a great day.